Welcome to the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We're located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're glad you've tuned in. We pray that today's message is a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll-free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Pastor Daryl Jackson continues the 60th year Diamond Jubilee series with the message titled, Right Now. serve an awesome God. How many of you know we serve an awesome God? He's mighty, he's holy, he's faithful. And we came to praise his name today. Here we go. My God is awesome. awesome. He can move mountains. mountains. Keep me in the valley. valley. Hide me from the rain. My God is awesome. When I'm, when I'm broken, he's strength where I've strength been weakened. Forever, forever he will reign. Come on, say, my God is awesome. My God is awesome. He can move. He can move Keep me in my lowest place. Hide me from the rain. Our God is awesome. strength when I'm weak. is why I'm living. Praise his holy name. Come on now, say it with us. Our God is awesome. Come on and lift your hands if you know it's awesome. I'm not ashamed to let the world know. He's great. He's great. He's great. 
can move. Keep me in the valley. Somebody say awesome. Now don't say it if you don't mean it. But consider who woke you up this morning. Consider all the things that he did for you. Consider how he protected you. The old church was safe from dangers, seen and unseen. Consider food on your table, clothes on your back. Now, if you think he is awesome, open your mouth and say, awesome. Come on, awesome. Everybody He's say, awesome. awesome. He's awesome. of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in your sight for you are our strength and our redeemer it is in your name we pray and give thanks and all of those that know that you serve an awesome God help me by saying amen amen Clap those hands and give God your best praise. Would you help celebrate our worship and arts ministry? Thank you. Thank you. Once again, let us celebrate our graduates that we've recognized. God bless you. Come on, give God a hand of praise. And to all of the high school graduates, that $1,000 scholarship is not just from Pastor Jackson and I, but from your entire Bible Way Church family. We say congratulations to all of you. To my dear friend, Judy Gadsden, you are such an inspiration to so many people. Thank you for doing what God has called you to do. To Dwayne, her wonderful husband, thank you, man, for your service to this country. Thank you for just, come on, help us celebrate Dwayne Gadsden. To the wonderful boys, thank you that are growing up so fast. Thank you all for being here. And to your church family, the Brookland Baptist Church, my dear friend, Pastor Charles Jackson, thank you uh, for allowing you to bless us here today. There's a word from the Lord. Just before we do this, I just want to say a very special congratulations to one of our own church members who's here since we're recognizing educators, Kavan Barger who is the Richland District One Teacher of the Year. Amen. Kavan, wave your hands. You're somewhere in the crowd, somewhere in, all the way in the back. Kavan, man, we're praying for you. And he teaches 
I want you to hear this, men, elementary education at Greenview Elementary School. Come on, we ought to celebrate all educators today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amen. There's a word from the Lord today as we continue this series that God has given us, the Diamond Jubilee series. I shared with the congregation this morning at 8, as God was telling me to put together this year-long series, it was not just for today, but for posterity. He says, because years from now, these messages will be like stones in Jordan. And one day, future generations will go back and they will rely on the word. Just on last week, I pulled a message that my father preached in 1990 called The Process to Your Destiny. And I heard that message again. And Deacon Kennedy blessed me. And God said, that's why you preach messages. And that's why you preserve the preach word. And I pray when future generations remember this Diamond Jubilee year, they don't care about what size our buildings are, how many members go to our church. They don't care about any of those things. They care about the word that transformed their lives. So give God a hand of praise for the word. And so in this series, in this Diamond Jubilee series, God says, take the scriptures that have touched your life more than any others and compile them in a series of messages. And today we have one of those references of Holy Scripture. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 1 and verse 15. We're reading from the New Living Translation. Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 1, verse 15. Diamond Jubilee Sermon Series. Hear the reading of God's holy word. Solomon writes these most inspiring words. He says, and I quote, for everything there is a season. Somebody say season, season. A time for every activity under heaven. Then in verse 15, this verse is often forgotten in Ecclesiastic 3, but I submit to you it is probably, perhaps, the most profound of all of them. Here, verse 15, what is happening now, someone help me say now, has happened before. And what has happened in the future has happened before because God makes the same things happen over and over again and those who love God's word said amen once again the first clause in the 15th verse what is happening now has happened before for the next few moments I want to talk to you from the subject right now. Before you sit down, look at someone behind you on either side and just wave and say right now. 
clap those hands as you take your seats. To the graduates, we dedicate this message to you, but to all of us, this message is for all of us here today. On April the 4th, 1967, to the very date before his assassination, listen to this, listen to God, how he puts things together. April 4th, 1967, one year to the date before his assassination, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. spoke the following words from a pulpit. We sometimes seem to forget he was a preacher first, a man of God first, from the pulpit at the Riverside Church in New York City. Listen to what Dr. King said on that Sunday morning, April 4th, 1967. He says, and I'll quote, with the fact that tomorrow is today, we are confronted with the fierce urgency of now. <laughs> Somebody please help me say now. Dr. King goes on to say, in this unfolding conundrum of life and history, there is such a thing as being too late. I pause on purpose. There is such a thing as being too late. Dr. King says, procrastination is still the thief of time. Life often leaves us, he says, standing bare, naked, and dejected with lost opportunity. Now, these most powerful words are as relevant for us today as they were in 1967. Dr. King, who died at such a young age, certainly understood and appreciated the importance of right now. If anyone understood that, it was as if King knew that I would not live to be an old man and so everything that God has called me to do, ooh, I must do it when somebody right now. So the question for us today, my brothers and sisters, these proud graduates and others, is with all of the distractions that we are faced with on a daily basis, with all the social media alerts, all the things we pay attention to, all of the 20,000 Real Housewives shows on TVs, <laughs> all of the things we are so easily distracted by today. Do we understand 
the importance and the significance of right now. I know you understand what you hope would be, but do you understand what is going on right now? Listen, on this journey we call life, we are faced with the challenge of procrastination, delay, or simply putting off that which we know must be done right now to say things as I'll get to it later or I, I, I will make that happen after wow or, or, or just give me a little time uh, to contemplate on it a little more we understand that we all understand the excuses to prevent us from taking advantage of the urgency of now. We've allowed the enemy to put things in our minds and our spirits that work against what God wants to do in our lives right now. Some of you are blessed and highly favored now for what God has called you to do right now. Listen, we, we frequently hear the expression, particularly those of us who are people of faith, we hear the expression, waiting is a virtue. We can quote the scripture that says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And I know that's one of my favorite verses that I plan to preach from this year as well. We quote the scripture, uh, wait, I say on the Lord, wait on the Lord. And I agree that at times waiting is indeed a virtue. However, don't miss this other part. Waiting when the Lord is urging us to go forward not only is not a virtue, it is and can be a liability and an impediment to our success. Hear me again. Don't use the excuse to wait when you're lazy. Don't, don't, so many people lie on God. <laughs> don't say God told me to just wait a little while when God told you a long time ago, get up and do it right now. What I've discovered is that to lazy people, and I said this this morning, mother, and, and I said, I don't know where this word came from, but old people kind of put it in my spirit. And I put it in yours. Have y'all heard of the word trifling? Yes. See, some of y'all are country folk to just shake your head and say, yeah. I, I never understood what it meant. They would say, boy, don't be so trifling. <laughs> and so, and what I've learned is that lazy, the cannabis Simmons and trifling people have a few scriptures they've mastered. But they that wait on the Lord 
shall renew their strength. He may not come when you want him, but it'll be on time. Wait, I said on the Lord. That's all right when you are too lazy to get yourself up and do what God has called you to do. But when God has called you to move right now, you need to seize the opportunity and say, Hear my Lord. Any faithful folk that are ready to do what God has asked you to do, right? Somebody say, right. Now, listen, one of the most important things in life, particularly to those of us who, again, are faith walkers and people of faith, listen to this, is to know when we should stand still and when we should step out and act right now. Uh, For God said to Moses and the children of Israel, as they face the Red Sea, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. For these Egyptians you see today, you will not see them again. God said to King Jehoshaphat, who was being attacked by an onslaught of enemies, God says, you have no need to fight this fight. For the battle is not yours. But the Lord stands still. That was good. However, do not get that confused for when God says it's time to move, it's time to go forward. Some of you have been standing still all your life. Some of you are not standing still. You are cemented with procrastination and delay. You have no intent to do what God has called you to do. Understanding the difference, may I preach, should I preach, can I preach? Understanding the difference between moving now and waiting on God could determine our future achievements and success. Not understanding the difference, please don't miss this, could be the very thing that causes our downfall. Not moving when God says you should have moved a long time ago. Some folk miss their blessings. One of the most uh, interesting and misunderstood scriptures in the Bible says that the Spirit of God does not dwell with men always. In other words, there is a moment when God comes in and says, this is your season. And God says, I've called you to do it right now that God does not intend for us to wait. Listen to this powerful quote. Uh, that I remember reading this over 10 years ago, placed it in my iPad, Judy, and saved it. And every now and then I go back to this quote. It was a quote by the late Leonard Ravenhill, who was a 20th century English minister, evangelist, and author. Uh, minister, evangelist, and author. He writes this, and it, it, it blew my mind when I first read it. The opportunity of a lifetime needs to be seized during the lifetime of the opportunity. I want you to hear this. Deacon Romel, I want them to hear something. God says, you better move 
when I tell you to move. The old folk put it this way, you better iron while the iron is The opportunity of a lifetime needs to be seized during the lifetime of that opportunity. To lazy folk, no excuse. Listen to what Solomon writes in Proverbs 20 and verse 4, the New Living Translation. Uh, he writes, those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food at harvest. Don't you come knocking on my door asking for my food when you were too lazy to get up and do what God has called you to do in your season. Those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food at harvest. Listen to what Jesus says in John chapter 9 and verse 4. And this verse blessed me so much as I was thinking about all the things we were doing in the ministry. And there were times in which those who said to me, aren't you doing too much? Five projects going at the same time. The naysayers and the critics said, maybe that's too much. And I thought about it, but then I remember the words of Jesus, chapter 9, John chapter 9 and verse 4. The New Living Translation puts it in a way that will hopefully help you understand it. Jesus says we must quickly carry out the task assigned to us by the one who sent us the night is coming and then no one can work here's how king james puts it we must work the work of him who sent us while this day for when night comes no one can work. You better do it when you can do it. You better do it when God called you to do it. You better act while God has given you the strength to act. You better move when God tells you to move. When the Lord gets ready, you've got to move. Any witnesses in here? Somebody that's got a praise in your heart to move right now. Look at somebody and say, right now. Right now. Work the work of him that has sent us while it is day for night comes and no one can work and just before we get to the text perhaps there is no better scripture in all of the bible that talks about the urgency of right now than that of esther chapter 4 and verse 14 you know the scripture you know perhaps the context of Esther and Esther's cousin Mordecai. Everybody needs a Mordecai in your life. Can I say that again? Problem with too many of us, particularly those of us that are spiritual leaders and others, we surround ourselves with too many cheerleaders and not Mordecai's. We have too many folk cheer us on when they know we are wrong. We've got folk cheer us on when they ought to be taking us to task. You need some Mordecai's in your life. You need some folk that'll speak truth. You need some folk that say, take that post down. You need some folk that says, do not hit sin. You need some folk that says, you know he's not good enough 
for the anointing that's on your life. Can I preach to somebody? Anybody's so glad that you've got some Mordecai's in your life that'll speak truth to power no matter what your position is. Somebody ought to thank God for truth tellers. Come on, give God a hand of praise for all the truth tellers. So cousin Mordecai says to Queen Esther, who is now so beautiful and now so radiant, Esther has ascended to a place of power and prestige. So much so that those who held her in captivity didn't even recognize her lineage and her heritage. But Mordecai says, I know where you come from. I know what side of the track you grew up on. And just because you're bougie now doesn't mean it has always been that way. Just because you drive what you drive now, wear what you wear now, just because you're St. John Gouy and Louis Vuitton now, that means it's always been that. Somebody know if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, where would you be? Mordecai says to his cousin, Queen Esther, Esther, you can sit here in this palace all you want. But who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. You know what he goes on to say to Esther? Don't you think because of your disobedience, God's work will stop. God will raise up a deliverer from somewhere else. Now God will like to use you. But make no mistake about it, God doesn't have to have you. My dad told me, son, God can raise up a rock to do what you are doing. He said, God can find anybody that could do what you do. How many of you know that you're so grateful that God has chosen you for such a time as this? Somebody say right now, Lord. Somebody say right now, Lord. Anyone that's glad that God has given you the opportunity today. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Look at the text, book of Ecclesiastes, the significance of right now. The book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon shares a series of discourses concerning the value and the mysteries of life. It is said by scholars that the wisdom of Ecclesiastes is in coping with and even thriving. Listen to this. The beauty and the wisdom of Ecclesiastes is coping with and even thriving despite life's brevity and unpredictability. I know life is short and unpredictable, but you can still make it. <laughs> Let me say that again. I know life is short and unpredictable, but you can still make it. Ecclesiastes tells us life throws you a curve, but God has given you the ability to hit a curveball. Uh, life gives you lemons, but God has given you sugar and water to make lemonade. Ooh, somebody know that God has helped you make something out of nothing. I just want to make sure I'm in the right place. Maybe those of you never had to lean on God, but is there anyone in here know that God has helped me make something out of nothing? Marvin Sapp say, I never would have made it 
anyone in here glad you made it because God was on your side has God ever helped you get to where you are today somebody ought to take at least 10 seconds to give God your best praise and say I made it life is brief life is unpredictable but you can make it two verses in chapter 3 comprises our text reference for today verse 1 says this Solomon writes these words for everything there is a season a time for every purpose under heaven and then he writes in verse 15 I said earlier this verse is often forgotten and not read but listen to what Solomon says I've chosen the New Living Translation because it, it brings it home Solomon writes, what is happening now has happened before. What will happen in the future has happened before. Because God makes the same things happen over and over and over again. What is he saying, Pastor Jackson? There are three key insights taken from these incredible passages that we want to share with you as we prepare to conclude this message. Three very important insights. Graduates and others, I need you to remember this. Insight number one is this. We must recognize and appreciate the seasons in which the Lord operates God operates in seasons in other words your season will come and a new season will come after that question to you is that do you recognize appreciate the season in which you are in right now Look at someone and say, it's my season. If it's your season, you've got to hear the voice of God in your season. Some of you have waited so long that not only has your season passed you by, but it's a brand new calendar year. <laughs> you've missed your season. Preach, Pastor. You've missed the opportunity to do what God has called you to do. There is no shame in not reaching your goal. Dr. Benjamin Elijah Mayer says, but the shame is having no goal to reach. Some of you lost your fight. You've lost your energy. I heard something the other night, Deacon Mel Parker, you know this, as a former athlete at Duke University, you appreciate this. I was listening to the, to, to the aftermath of the Denver Miami Heat basketball game. Game two, uh, Denver Nuggets lost. Coach got to the mic. He says, I don't care about the shots they miss. Not even concerned about losing the game. I am more concerned because I did not see a desire to win. Ooh. 
I'm preaching to somebody. You may miss some shots. You may miss some opportunities. But do you have a desire to do what God has called you to do? Is there anybody under the sound of my voice that says right now, Lord, this is the season. This is your season. Because here's what the coach of the Nuggets knew, as we all have now witnessed in these a few games. Denver looks to be the better team, whether you are from Miami or not. And he says, I'm concerned with all that talent. You went to sleep on a game thinking you would make it up the next game. I need to preach to somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, this is the day the Lord has made. God is calling you to be great in this season. This is your season. This is your season. This is the time right now. Somebody help me say, Lord, my season, my season, my season, my season, ah, my season. This is your is your recognizing appreciating your season Tammy your season through all your sickness your season somebody else this is your y'all bless somebody and say neighbor your season your season your your season oh I wish I can move like I want to but look at somebody and say this is your barber your right now It's here. It's here. It is here. Not is coming. Not is coming. It is here. It's here. Watch out before church breaks out. Better watch out. Somebody is about to give God your best praise for the right now season. Right now, your season. Insight number two, stand to your feet all over this place. We're almost done. But insight number two, not only is it your season, but the second key insight from these incredible verses says it is important to accept and appreciate what the Lord is doing right now. You may not get a better time. In fact, God has called you to do it right now. Go back to school now. Start your business now. Do what God has called you to do right. Look at someone and say right now. 
for procrastination is still the thief of time. <laughs> Somebody put in the atmosphere, make the enemy mad, and say, right now, right now. See, you've got to say it until it saturates your spirit. Go home and say, right now. Go to work tomorrow and say, right now. Go take out those old plans and say, right now. Go make that application tomorrow and say, right Listen, and here's the third and the final insight. Whew. This one blessed me. <laughs> we must walk by faith and seize every opportunity that God is making available. You know what Hebrews 11 and 1 says? In fact, <laughs> What is the first word? I've got some Bible scholars in here. What is the first word in Hebrews 11 and 1? We jump to the faith part, but we forget the noun part. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, now faith. Look at someone and say, now faith. We must walk by faith if you can see it it's not faith if you can feel it it's not faith if you know exactly how it's going to turn out it's not faith faith is walking not seeing reaching not feeling faith is believing on nothing but a promise from the Lord any faith walkers in here yeah do me a favor leave your seat and just walk around and walk and walk 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 and walk come on where are my faith walkers I'm reaching I'm reaching I'm reaching now faith consume his compassion faileth not it is renewed every morning great is make your way to this altar make your way meet me at this altar now it's your season it's your season. It's your season. It's your season. Look at you. Come on. Come, come, come. It's your season.
some miracles at the altar. These are some miracles. Woo. Listen. This young lady, Asha, had gray, lost her mother when she was three years old. Her mother died of cancer at age three years old. Grew up with not a biological mother uh, to nurture her. She could have so easily given up. I watched her work at night to go to school. I've seen her drive to Amazon, work in the midnight shift just to go to school. And when I see her standing at this altar with that cap and gown, y'all excuse me, but I say now faith. Somebody say now faith. Everybody point your hands and say now. If it had not been for the Lord, right now, right now, right now, right now, right. Listen. I'm done. I'm done. I see miracles all over this place. I see cancer survivors that are graduates. <laughs> Someone say, now faith. Whew. I see those who've been abused through domestic violence who pull themselves up and now stand in this line and say, thank you, Lord. I see former drug addicts and drug dealers that God has cleaned up. Ooh. Somebody say, now. Ooh. Faith. Listen. Donna Lawrence writes this song as we prepare for the altar. Donna Lawrence is one of my favorite gospel artists because every lyric he writes has such deep meaning. He writes this song simply entitled Seasons. Someone say seasons. The lyric says, I feel seasons everywhere. And I feel, <laughs> I'll excuse us, blessings in the air. Those seeds that you've sown, it's time to come into your own. <laughs> Ooh, everybody lift your voice and say, seasons, walk into your seasons. I know that you've invested a lot. The return has been slow. And at times you throw up your hands. And I say I give up. I just can't take it anymore. 
But I hear the Spirit saying, it's your time. Listen, I want to speak to someone. It's your time. The wait is over. <laughs> Walk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at somebody and say, the wait is over. Asher, come here, baby. Come here. I want to I come down there, but I can't walk down there right now. You got to come to me. Somebody say, walk into your season. Excuse me, this is this is this is my daughter right here. I love this girl. Uh, three years old, she lost her mother. Her father raised her in this church, and she now she's graduated this year. Don't tell me what God came to do. Come into your own, your seasons. Seasons walk. Yes, I do. celebrate her without celebrating her father. It's Chris here. Chris, wherever you are, come up here, man. Stand with your daughter. Uh, you never gave up. You never gave up, man. You work in the school system. Uh, you dedicated your life to raising your daughter. Look what God has done. Come on. You're in a time when God's gonna bless Look at God. the Those who have stayed, those who have prayed, he's gonna fulfill every promise he made. But I heard the Spirit, I heard the Spirit say, say, it is your time. It's your time, baby. The Time to come into your own Somebody season. I know that you are spending so much. The return has been slow. Somebody else come. Let us pray for you. Say I give up. Anyone just want prayer? I just can't Maybe you're praying for someone else who's not here. Come on. I heard the spirit say You're interceding for someone It's your time The wait is over uh, Walk into your season oh. You survive You survive The worst of time
eyes right now listen if there is anyone in here and you're ready to turn the page and walk into a brand new season in your life right now <laughs> someone say right now if you're ready to seize the opportunity during the lifetime of the opportunity. Don't wait, don't wait. Right don't now. Wait. Whew, this don't is just you and God. Listen, the Bible says the day you hear my voice, that is the day you open your heart and accept God. And maybe there's someone here today after we pray you want to make that decision you want to recommit your life to the Lord you want God to give you the strength to understand the fierce urgency of now of right now <laughs> let us pray You've been listening to the worship service of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, just off I-77 between Shop and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services here on the radio. We're also streaming live on our website at bwcar.org on Facebook at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you missed any of our services or want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spiritual fellowship with us. To place your order for a CD or DVD of today's sermon entitled, Right Now, please call us at 803-776-1238 and reference sermon number 061123. Again, the phone number is 803-776-1238. Sermon number 061123. Attention parents, the Midlands Community Development Corporation will host several summer enrichment camps for children ages 5 through 17, beginning Monday, June 26th. Registration is still open for the Elite Sports Training Camp. Blend Out Loud Performance Arts Camp and Heavenly Bound Dance Camp. Please visit bwcar.org to register. Scholarships may also be available. The Couples Ministry will present Part 2 of 100 Ways to Love Your Spouse Virtual Seminar Wednesday, June 28th at 7 p.m. For the Zoom link registration, please sign up online at bwcar.org. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God as a result of this ministry. To sow a financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website, bwcar.org, or you can give right from your mobile phone by texting BWCAR and your giving amount to 73256. That's 73256. 
You may also mail your gift to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, Post Office Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please don't mail cash. Financial donations are being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 noon until 6 p.m. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Bible Way, our mission is to know God, to love, and to serve.